Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Hello and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast where we share hot tips on how to do life and business without losing your mind. I'm your host Savita Nanjappa, entrepreneur, high achieving 9 to 5er turned transformational success coach, helping you create a wildly successful business. Come hang out with me and other fabulous humans like you every week for stories and chats packed with a healthy dose of tips, resources, how-tos and real talk. Side effects may include a happier and more confident you with each passing day. Hi and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast and in today's episode I'm going to be talking about how to set boundaries with your clients. This is a topic which is really close to my heart but this is something that I have had years of practice at. I spent over 17 plus years in the corporate world and most of that 17 plus years was engaging with customers. I was always managing teams which were front facing. We were direct to customer either in terms of selling the products that we had or the services that we offered. And I always spent time as part of the customer experience teams in all my roles in the corporate career. So I've had a lot of experience engaging with people, learning how to manage different client expectations, dealing with irate clients, dealing with dissatisfied clients, trying to also ensure that we deliver a level of customer experience that is world class in all the organizations that I work. So obviously when I started my business it is a core value in my business to offer and deliver great customer experience. When I started even with my one is to one coaching maybe my first client I didn't have a great onboarding experience but you know I've spent time in ensuring that that has been improved and we have a great onboarding experience process in place with all of our clients right now whether you're in a group program or you're in a one is to one program i love building a great relationship with clients and in my business there was one thing that i if i had to take away from my corporate career was when i started my business i wanted to work with clients that i truly enjoyed working with that respected me that appreciated the value i brought to the table that also were my ideal clients in terms of um what they were willing to pay how they were willing to engage with me the communication we had with each other and it's always been from day one a part of my discovery process when somebody wants to work with me one is to one to evaluate within that discovery call while the client evaluates if i'm the right fit I also spend time during that call to evaluate if the client is the right fit for me. If I'm the best person to serve the client, yes, of course it begins there. If the client is going to benefit by working with me or working with someone else, often maybe I'm not the right person for them. I also make sure to evaluate if they would fit in with the value systems I had for my own business, if we would be able to work together professionally if we had the right energies i'm huge on energy and i really suss out to so to say how the other person's energy is and whether we would be a good fit from that perspective so today i'm going to talk about um 
you know, how to set boundaries with clients. And this does not mean that you should not deliver a great customer experience. You should. That has to be number one. You have to go above and beyond what the customer expects. So, you know, we always say met expectations or exceeded expectations. And I would say always exceed except, uh, expectations. So while I'm saying set boundaries, it means having your communication channels so clear that you make it easy for the customer to work with you and you make it easy on yourself when you're engaging with customers. And the second thing I want you to know is not just delivering a great customer experience, but in the long run, the point of delivering a great customer experience is the customers come back and want to work with you. You get those great testimonials. You get referrals. You want fans, right? You want loyal fans. And how do you get loyal fans? Only when people have worked with you, they love your work, and then they in turn refer you to other people. And that's how you get more incoming business and leads. You also want customers to be your, um, you know, not just fans, but be advocates for you. And that's how in the long run, you grow a great business. You grow a great word of mouth. You grow, uh, get great testimonials. And remember, it's always more difficult to acquire a new customer than to get a repeat sale from your existing customers. So there has to be a nurture process in your customer experience, in your customer life cycle. You need to nurture your clients and their needs and deliver this high quality experience. And even when you're done delivering your work with them or done finish, if, you, if you're in the consulting space, if you finished working with them or if you're delivering another kind of service, it's always great to have a great offboarding process as well. But that I will cover another episode. So coming back to today's episode, it's important therefore from everything that I've shared that it's important to have a good relationship with your clients. You want to be friendly and personal and make them feel like you truly care about their success. But in order to have a healthy relationship, you need to put in place certain boundaries. Consistent boundaries are essential for building a trusting partnership. And here I share my Eight tips for setting up those boundaries. Number one, hours of operation. Decide when you'll be available to your customers. Modern technology allows us to be at our customers' beck and call around the clock. But there's a reason why companies establish set hours of business. Choose your hours of operation and make them known. When choosing these times, keep in mind the needs of your clients and customers. You may want to choose later or earlier hours to accommodate. Having said that, always great customer experience is about also having a certain amount of flexibility, a certain amount of customization. Sometimes, especially in my business as a coach, I do have clients who may need me urgently when there's a crisis and they want to reach out and have a quick call. The process is clear. They always just call, send me a WhatsApp and then I look at where I am or I make space to make that call and give them those 15-20 minutes that they want me to share my uh, viewpoint or my opinion or give guidance at that time. So I do allow for flexibility, but it's only all my clients know that it's 
only in a massive emergency and you would want to wait if it is not an emergency if it's not life and death so my first step was on sharing with your clients your hour of operation okay this is important the second tip is means of communication decide how you will communicate with customers email and social media are both appropriate for business communications these days right in today's day and age you might want to be careful about texting or chatting apps but again because it can infringe on your private time infringe on your personal time so you want to be judicious about your use on um, you know say whatsapp and other messaging apps but that's again your call and how your business deals with it maybe you do it during business hours and that's fine these can sometimes feel too personal the messaging apps right too personal and invasive ask yourself whether you want clients contacting you there if you don't habitually use these for business there's also the risk that messages might get lost right today most whatsapp groups or telegram groups uh, if they're not set up with a specific purpose end up being a place where people are just sending a ton of um, forwards jokes videos and then what happens is at the, when you been doing some work and then you see a lot of notifications the tendency is to just ignore and not go through your uh, phone or if you do go through you may miss out some of these messages so establish clear communication forms of communication with your client and let them know and this is important that they know tip number 3 make allowances for urgent issues like i said always have a certain degree of flexibility there may be some cases where you can bend the boundaries you've set for example you might tell clients they can reach you for urgent issues over the phone you may check your business emails once on each weekend each day of the weekend in order for this to work effectively establish guidelines about what's urgent and what isn't this is really important i once had a client who ended up calling me in the middle of my coaching session with another client of course and i had about 25 missed calls and for me 25 missed calls means it's an emergency it means that i need to get to this really fast so you know i put the coaching call on hold and then i quickly looked at this because my phone kept going off while it's on silent it kept i could see the light blinking so to take the call and this other client asked me that she has to decide between two jobs and she couldn't and that's why she was calling me to ask my help in how she should choose between these two jobs now this was something which was definitely not urgent definitely not an emergency and definitely did not require those 25 missed calls so it was really important for me to let her know that i cannot come discuss this right now and i really thought that there was something seriously wrong and then of course um this was something that i feel of, of course the fact was i hadn't expected it but it it was on me that i communicate that if you have something that you need to speak to me about then set a time or it can, you know send me a message and set a time with me so make allowances for urgent issues but be clear on what's urgent and what isn't my next tip for you is define your services although you'd like to be there for anything your customers and clients need you should define exactly what services you can and can't offer if they want you to do something outside of your defined services decide whether you'll do it for an additional fee sometimes you know it's just not even part of your uh, service offerings or your product offerings 
but it may be something that you know how to do or you know someone who can do it or you can do it but uh, be very clear on what you do what you do or don't do okay so that's my tip number four and tip number five is keep your distance some people don't understand or respect boundaries and i will tell you i've had so many experiences with this and there's a good chance some of your customers will fall into this group. Identify these people early on and put strategies in place for dealing with them. Above all, be clear and honest with them about what is possible. Some strategies include divert conversations away from two personal topics, especially if you're not in the coaching space, right? Uh, and if you're not somebody, if it's not something that is even under your purview. Make it clear exactly how long you can spend with them. Right, you can say, I'm sorry, I have to go. I have a meeting in a few minutes. Acknowledge that you've heard what they said, don't ignore it. I can hear it's very frustrating for you. Maybe you should have this conversation with XYZ, or this may help, or try this and then move on from that topic. Propose something positive where possible. I'm afraid there's nothing I can do to help with this, but I can do is, but what I can do is dash dash dash. Okay. So this is uh, important. I've had people who don't respect professional boundaries. So I had like a, another client who would only insist on messaging me after 10 p.m. And she would actually get pretty annoyed because I wouldn't respond. I, I was asleep. I sleep early. And, or it wasn't, I wasn't in the headspace to be answering those questions. So I would respond the next day and she didn't appreciate it. So these are things that you need to be able to catch and know that it's not working for you. If they don't respect your boundaries, if they are unprofessional, you've either got to tell them or you've got to let them go. And yes, there have been instances when I've had to fire some clients because it just wasn't working out and they just didn't respect me uh, enough. Often you'll get someone, especially when you're in the coaching space, who'll ask me, why do I need to tell you this? The point is I have a process and you've got to be able to respect that process and you've got to be able to understand that the re if I'm asking you, it's not just because, you know, it's just something that I would like to know, but it's because that question and the answer to that question will help me understand how to deal with something that is relative or related. And so that process is something that only I have, like, you know, you can't go to a doctor and tell them that I don't want to tell you about this, right? Because you have to be as open and honest as possible, especially in the coaching uh, space. And often I find some clients, not all, a lot of my clients, and I always say this is an open and trusting place and we don't judge, but will directly tell me that I don't want to tell you about this. And my point is, if you don't respect my process and if you don't respect that, I need to ask you this question and I need to know the response to that because that will help me understand how to move forward with the problem that we have on the table or with the goals that I want you to get to, then I can't really help you. So moving on, my next tip for you is learn how to say no. Really important. We instinctively don't like to say no. We all want to be helpful and don't want to offend someone by rejecting their request. But it's sometimes necessary to firmly decline and you should have techniques in place for doing that. You can A, suggest someone else who can help when you're busy. B, arrange another time when you can do what the person is requesting. C, say no clearly and explain why. If relevant, explain why. My next tip is on building trust. 
Remember that it's not an issue of being nice or not. Boundaries are the foundations of healthy relationships. So you're defining the terms of your relationship. This helps to build trust and mutual respect. And this should not only be one of your key values. My, I think it's one of the most important values for you to keep in mind when you're building a relationship with a client. And finally, my last tip for you is to always let people know at the start. Let your clients know right at the start about all of these boundaries so they can choose even before they begin working with you, they can choose whether this is something that you do or you don't do. Also, another thing that you can do is when you finish your discovery um, and when you're signing on clients or when you have any service that you're bringing on clients to, what you can do is you can send them an email along with your welcome. When you're onboarding them, you can send them an email with all of these things about how they can communicate with you, what are the right ways to reach out to you? What are your office hours? What are you, when are you available? If in, an, in case of an emergency, what you should do. So that's my last tip for you, which is to let people know right up front when you begin working with them. With that, we come to the end of my tips on how to set boundaries with your clients. If you have anything else that you would like to add to this list uh, that I shared, please send me um, DM either on my social media handles, which is on Instagram, Success with Savita, or uh, Savita Nanjapa on LinkedIn, or feel free to email me. If you like what you heard, you know, leave me a review, share with a friend. And let me know how you are setting boundaries with your clients and how you are working on delivering a world-class customer experience for your clients. And with that, I wish you all the very best and I hope you have a million happy clients. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like this episode and you want more, you can go to the show notes on my website, which is successwithsavita.com forward slash podcast. If you like what you've heard so far, I would be grateful to you if you could leave me a five-star review, subscribe to this podcast and share with a friend who may find this useful. You can also follow me on my Instagram at successwithsavita and DM me any questions you may have and I will be happy to answer them for you. Until the next episode, believe in yourself and all the best to your success. This Hubhopper original ko sunne ke liye aapka shukriya. अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट